You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we're speaking with someone we met through the business, and he's an entrepreneur himself with his hands in multiple things, and we're really excited to chat with him. Some of you may have heard the phrase, make America dope again, and he's the man behind that. So please welcome Rob to the Cannabis Hangout. It's a clap, no? Hey, Rob. I think, we, I think we have one of those, but I can't remember what one I know. Yeah, you got to get the clapper, man. <laughs> hey, Rod. We're so happy you're here today. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule just to be here with us. This is really exciting. Let's just dive in. Tell us where your journey with cannabis first began. Oh, man. Into the business or just uh, in, in life? In life. <laughs> in in life. life. Yeah. The side of my best friend's house, I was 14 years old. Wow. And they had a blunt road. And they're like, yeah. come smoke this. And I'm like, I know. I don't know if I, don't know if I smoked it right. Yeah. I couldn't tell you if I got high or not. Yeah. But <laughs> I smoked it. Yeah. Went home. I think I sprayed like a ton of cologne on so uh, my parents wouldn't smell it. <laughs> and all they smell is the cologne. And then they're like, why do you smell like that? <laughs> and then that started like a little streak. I would, my friend would pick me up from school, mm-hmm. in high school. And, man, we showed up to class high like. Every day. That's so ballsy. Oh, so ballsy. Now, so like, looking back. I'm yeah, like, that's back. so ballsy. Oh, man. This is yeah. you know, the 90s, so 96, yeah. 97. Mm-hmm. Walking into class late. Right. Smelling Can't like I. a pound of weed. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. Did you grow up in Oklahoma? Uh-huh. Yeah, Oklahoma City. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. That, where did you go to high school? Uh, class in SAS. Okay, uh, wow. Best school in the country. Really? <laughs> wow. You buy that one. I know. <laughs> Straight up. So I know everyone has their go-to preferred methods of consumption. What's your favorite way to consume cannabis? And do you have like a daily routine that you like to go by or is it just like you fly by the seat of your pants? Um, favorite routine, I'm old school. I like a nice joint. Okay. Disclaimer, I can't roll them. You, uh, <laughs> see, okay, now we have a problem. I, I mean, you know, everybody always rolled for me. Yeah. That's my, my whole life. how I am, yeah, so Honestly, I can't knock that. Yeah. I, I'd be doing that too. I know. Like, I can't like, relate because I do roll. Yeah. And so I'm always the roller. Actually, that right there, I had one of the boys in there roll. Cause he was like, oh, you can't roll. I was like, no, I can. I just always roll. So when I don't have to, I prefer not to. Yeah. If I roll, people think I was a narc. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that'd be like, he sucks. <laughs> Like, he can't be in the business. Like, get this narc out of here. He sucks. So, do you, like, do you stuff or do you just buy pre-roll joints? Uh, pre-roll. I, I get pre-roll and, like, people still rolling for me. So, I really just, oh, that's people nice. just bring them to me. Wow. Shout out to those people. Yeah, you know. Let's take a, a second for them. People Never. just bring it to me. Yeah, it's like, are they on command or yeah. what's happening here? I like, always knew growing up, like, no, he doesn't roll. It's like, no. Yeah, I, I've done it, like, probably two times I can actually recall of, but it was, like, out of desperation. Yeah. Okay, but you didn't Whenever. do that bad because you sent me a pic. Okay. It wasn't great, but yeah. it wasn't horrible. But, I mean, it was. I gave myself, I just don't have the patience. Okay, listen, 2022 is coming up, <laughs> and I, I'm challenging the both of you right here, right now. <laughs> I can definitely nail it. I'm In just front like, of the world. Yeah. I think my hands are too big. I don't know about that. My hands are pretty big for a girl. I got big hands. You know, I, but I think girls are like the best rollers, probably. I mean, really? girls are 
the best at everything. Blame me on the big hands. Yeah. <laughs> and how girls are better rollers. You are, you know, think about delicacy. All right, all right. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll give you that yeah, one. You know. That wire differently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Man, we're kind of rough. There'll be holes in it. All kind of stuff. We're falling apart. I don't know. That was rolled by a man, and that's pretty solid. Um, well, it's also a, I guess, hemp wrapper, yeah. you said. A little yeah. thicker. I can roll a blunt. Uh-oh. Rods. You're good. Sorry. You're Should have kept it going. Turn it on my lap. I love that. I I do like rolling blunts. Do you like swishers? Or do you like, like, are you a hemp wrap guy? I'm more pre-rolls, hemp wraps. Okay. I stay away from, like, the backwoods and all of those See, things. we have a friend that likes to roll in backwoods, and honestly... I don't know if I'm, I like, like it, but I don't know if I like, it kind of, it, the tobacco adds a weird buzz to my head. Yeah. I'm not crazy about it. I try to keep it a little pure. Yeah. Yeah. The, what, do you have a go-to strain you like? Granddaddy Purp is my favorite. Okay. Nice. I, and I feel like that older strains like that, like the OG strains have gone yeah. really, like, lost in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite of all time. The dating one. Yeah. 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 So at what point in your life did you feel like cannabis became more than just maybe smoking, but you were like, this is actually really helping me or it's, you know, more medicinal? Um, I would say when I hurt my knee. Okay. um, I ruptured my patella in 2015. Okay. Playing basketball and had a coworker. That would bring me roll of joints. Okay. <laughs> wow. You spoiled. Spoiled. He would bring me roll of joints. His dad had a, a grow. Uh, Granddaddy Perp. That's how I got put on the Granddaddy Perp. Okay. Daddy Perp. That's so he dope. Would, he was come dropping by the door like, hey, yeah. bought, your, bought your medicine for the day. Okay. And I would see like it helped my knee because I didn't take any pain pills or anything. Oh, that's just, awesome. So tell me this. From, okay, so obviously there's like so many different genetics and stuff. Have you found a granddaddy perp that you're like, nah, I don't mess with that because it doesn't feel familiar? No, not yet. Really? Nah, okay, nah, so nah, it's yeah. pretty spot on, pretty yeah. consistently. Mm-hmm. Well, I like to hear that because you know how cool. sometimes you hear about like sometimes, you know, things will be grown yeah. one way, but it's yeah. really like the complete opposite ends of the spectrum. But so that's good that's to good hear. Pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Granddaddy purple, y'all listening? That's yeah, cool. GDP, man. GDP, so you man. said it, you got an injury in your knee and then mm-hmm. that's when you found, how old were you? I was 34. Okay, so you yeah. were old enough to understand, like, yeah. what was actually happening. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like it's cooler to start so young smoking just for what it was, yeah. but then getting older and being able to feel and realize the medicinal properties of it. Because I feel like it gives you a different perspective, but also appreciation. Oh, like, now every time you smoke, it's not just to, yeah. I mean, yes, it'll be just to get high as well, but it'll be like, I'm trying to treat this because this is happening. I think I noticed it the most. Actually, this year, when I hurt my neck. Yeah. That's what I noticed. That I fractured my neck. Oh, um, yeah. In January. It's Ooh. crazy. Yeah. That does not sound... And that's when I, I noticed Can it. you, like, can you tell her how? Are you like yeah. to say all that? Yeah, I can tell. Okay, <laughs> tell, tell, tell the people the story. <laughs> it's crazy. So, I was uh, flying back from L.A. Mm-hmm. on the airplane. I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a turbulence happened. Shot me in the, in the air. Hit my head, like, where the lights and the air thing is in the plane. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Crack my neck. <gasps> Worst pain ever. Oh my gosh! How long was the flight after that? I mean, until you we landed, landed. Like 20, 30 minutes. Oh, thank God. So yeah, got off the plane. They, they brought the wheelchair. Um, went straight to the to the ER. Oh my gosh! Yeah, had the neck, neck brace for oh my 30, three and a half months. Wow! Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. So how's that work? Like, did, does that like they is that anybody's? It, it, that's not really anybody's fault. No, is it's it? their fault. You know, they're liable. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> okay. So, you know, 
in negotiations now. Ah, okay. What? Okay. Wow. That's crazy. It's like a di- such a different process. Yeah. 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 Were you I, headed home? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least you were headed home. Yeah, headed Silver home. lining, I guess. My called my mom and I was like, uh, I hurt my neck. <laughs> and she's like, "What do you mean?" She picked me up from the airport. Hurt my neck. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a big storm that night. Oh I no, saw. even worse. Yeah, it's crazy to get you know waking up and just flying the air like it was just like you were sleeping and then came up out of That's your sleep crazy. and like just. I bet you don't sleep on airplanes anymore. Nah, I just make sure my seatbelt is like extra extra tight. Oh yeah, that yeah. smart. Dang, that is crazy. I mean, That's they like are liable sort of, for that. They, yeah. You are a passenger on their plane. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you think about it. Like, they, yeah. when they're going to land, they mm-hmm. say, put your trays up, let your seat up. Yeah, that's true. When they take off, make sure your seatbelt yeah. is buckled. I was asleep, and they didn't say nothing. They just let me be there asleep. Gosh. Yeah. Could have been paralyzed. Yeah. Honestly, that's really scary. That yeah. is your neck, and that's a big part of, like, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, wow. You realize after you heard it. Yeah, and I would take edibles. Um, what would what would be your go to? Um, you know, I, I like my friend um, has this thing called country corn. Um, country corn, country yeah, corn. popcorn. Uh, oh, okay, like sweet popcorn. Put you it lays you out though. Really? Nice. Oh, yeah. well, you probably want that though when your neck yeah. is that much pain. Mm, yeah. So I would take those. My favorite edibles of all time are Caminos. I don't think they have them. In they actually just came yeah. to Oklahoma yeah. recently. The they're like gummies, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. five milligrams. Yes, yeah, so they're low dose. So you low dose, California yeah. brand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. they're money. Yeah, I like, really? I like them a lot. Yeah, we just got them in Oklahoma pretty, I would say, in the last, like, I would four love months, to try them. I months. love, like, microdosing or, like, low-dose edibles like yeah. that because you can always, like, add on to it if you feel like it, but it's never too much, you know? Yeah. That's how I feel. You can work on those and everything. <laughs> I've gone to court on before. <laughs> really? Okay, we'll dive into it. Hey, we'll dive good. into that a little bit. Yeah. But, so, tell us, you're from Oklahoma. What was it like when State Question 788 passed? Were you here? Where were you? What was happening? What was going through your mind? Uh, I was in L.A. Okay. Um, at the time, because I was living out there. And so when it passed, I didn't think it was going to pass, especially the way that, you know, it was written. Yes. I was like, nah, yeah, no. no way this is yeah. going to pass. And when it passed, I was like, oh, shit, this game won. Yeah. Like, it's really about to happen. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, it took me for a loop. It, honestly, I think it was everyone, but... Yeah. A lot of, and Brandon and I say this very often, a lot of the, it was the older generation, I feel like, that really came out of the woodworks to push for it. Of course, it was the younger generation, but I was a tender, and I would say my patient base was all over the age of 32 to 35. Oh, uh, yeah, I bet. Like, none of my patients yeah. were really that young, right. but I also feel like there's certain dispensaries for that demographic, but I feel like a majority of the people I do see in dispensaries are a lot older people that are wanting it for a lot of, you know, yeah. medicinal reasons, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah, I was I was shocked whenever it went. I was like, okay, like, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Like, very hopeful. But then I was like, wow. I remember you were so hyped. So Brandon actually, it's funny, she started smoking after, but she was the first person out of our, like, friend group to get her med card. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're going to the dispensary? That's crazy. I can still buy my ounces for 200 <laughs> Like, I'm going to stick with that. I'm really excited. Like, my, I know. First, my first med card picture, I literally look like I just came out of, like... Oh, I look like I'm an insane, insane asylum. asylum. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I was so excited. It was just like no makeup. I think it was like when I got out of the shower and you're supposed to do it against like a white wall and, and like not smile. Yeah. And so it's kind of, it's kind of scary. I was like, oh my gosh. But you know, it's what I uploaded and I just sent it and then my card, I was like, wow, this is really bad. But I got my med card. Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember. And I voted for it, and I was really proud. I was like, I'm a part of this. I know. I voted for it, too. And I remember standing in line, and it was cool to see, like, all the different kinds of people. And it was so, like, empowering to, 
like when it did pass, I was like, holy shit, like I was yeah. a part of that. Like my vote did count right there. I didn't come back and vote, but I, I lobbied behind it. So I love that. You know? That matters. Yeah. Listen, that every yeah, every little step matters. It sure does. Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners ourselves, Sob, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. So flipping the script a little, Rod, tell us about like who you are and what you do. Um, so we started a company called Dopeaholics. Uh, the story behind that is actually kind of, it's funny. Um, Let's hear it. I was in Ohio working with an oil and gas company, and um, <clears throat> I was kind of like the client entertainment guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's very fitting, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> and so I'm flying to Denver uh, to meet, hang out with a client for St. Patty's. Okay. And this is 2014, so, uh, you know, of course, cannabis is legal. Mm-hmm. I've never been there, so as soon as I land, I'm like, hey, man, you know, let's go to the dispensary. Mm-hmm. And, um... We go to the dispensary, <clears throat> walk in, it's two uh two white guys, you know, in the thirties. Yeah. They're talking to each other like, Man, like, you know, we should open a uh, dispensary. And in my mind I'm looking around, I'm like, shit, I'm I'm about to. And so we get to buy a little goodies or whatever and leave and go to a, another one of their co workers' yeah. house for an after party. And of course it's oil and gas, so there's not many black people. Yeah, gas, yeah. right. Right, so, right. I'm like, I'm not going to put my weed out because I'm not about to lose my You'll job. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Yeah, smart. Like, I'm not going to do Gotta that. Got to assess the situation. Yeah, so, you know, I'm having a conversation just like this. Mm-hmm. And I look around, and there's, like, joints, like, going around everywhere. And I'm just wow. like, oh, shit, they smoke like we do. <laughs> so, yeah. like, okay. Dollar signs went off my head. So I go back home, and, um, jeez. Alarm, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I go back home. And I remember my girlfriend at the time, we were breaking up, and I was mad before I left. She mm-hmm. brought this uh, cannabis magazine. Like, uh-huh. not, it was like Newsweek, maybe. You know, they had those like, mm-hmm. magazines with talking about marijuana. Coming. Yes. And, uh, hits the blunt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hits blunt. <laughs> yeah, hits blunt. <laughs> like the little meme, hits blunt. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, uh, oh, that's funny. I'll pass so I can talk. Okay. But yeah, she uh, had the magazine. And I'm mad. She bought it. When she bought it, I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> when she bought it, I was mad. <laughs> At first. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I don't, I don't even smoke like that. Up. Like, why are you buying this for me? <laughs> so I come back from this trip, and I've had this epiphany. Like, you know, yeah. I'm in the cannabis business. And in this magazine, I walk in my house, and, like, on my dresser is this magazine. I'm mm. like, huh. <laughs> so then I'm thinking like, like, oh man, maybe I was mean to her. <laughs> maybe she was on <laughs> maybe, to something. Maybe she saw something I didn't see. You right. Know? She's trying to enlighten me, and so you know, from there, um, kind of you know, my curiosity peaked, and then I would just start researching. And then there was a cannabis cup uh, in Flint, Michigan, and so Flint was like maybe a three, three and a half, four hour drive from where mm-hmm. I was from, and it was like in a couple of weeks. This is right when I hurt my knee, and so hurt my heart, have knee surgery. And my my business partner Jamal is in Atlanta, 
and go to the cannabis company. Like, I'm gonna make a dope hawks hat. Because at this time, we didn't had an idea mm-hmm. um, of the co- name, the name of the company. We didn't have a website, nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, it had some stickers. Let's just go here and right start with that. Stickers. And pass yep. some stickers out. Yeah, and, you know, see, Everyone make some friends. Stickers. Right. And he said, "I'm gonna make a dope hawks hat." And this is, I'm joking. I'm like, man, you know what? Make me a make American dope again hat. Sounds for shits and giggles. So he's like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll make the hat. So we get into the cannabis club. I'm on crutches. Oh. <laughs> and I got my hat on. As mm-hmm. soon as we walk in, you know, High Times approaches us. And like, yo, this hat, we need it. I'm like, oh, man, we might be on to something. Yeah. And so like the whole every the whole day, I just got stopped about the hat. What? And so leave, went to the hotel, trade market. Right. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> first things first. Yeah. And so then we left. And we were like, all right, let's start. Let's start putting the plan together. Mm-hmm. Get the website. Start, you know. Finding people to make hats and you know getting hats made, get everything ready for October. This is like a couple of weeks before the election. Mm-hmm. At that time, nobody thinks Trump is going to win, right? <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> selfishly, I'm watching the election. I'm like, oh shit, like mm-hmm. he might pull it out. Yeah. So greed in me kicks in. I'm like, uh oh, we really got stuff to really Yeah. And uh, we after the week after the election was um, MJ Biz in Vegas. Okay, um, which is like the perfect place to yeah. go do something if and you're going so to. We had again. We, we might have got a lot of hats made, and we sent them out to Vegas uh, to our hotel. And so we get there. We didn't have a booth or anything. You guys were on the fly with this whole process. Yeah, so organic. Listen, so. Yeah, that's the be- those are the best ideas yeah. when yeah. they just happen, and it's you happened. just are like, "Wait, how did I get here?" I, I just know. literally blinked my eyes. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. And so that's cool. We go there. Um, we got the hats. We all had hats on. We got like you know a hat hanging off our bag. We let <laughs> them know that. like a little dope, yeah, you know, like, yep, yeah, we got yep. it if you need them. Yep. And lo and behold, people started buying them. And I think like the first four hours, we did like twenty thousand dollars in sales. <laughs> wow! <laughs> the first four hours, twenty thousand in sales. Yeah, we had a line at the bar, and people just coming up to us. people were like coming, from MJ Biz. MJ That's Biz. fucking crazy. People were coming like <laughs> it's uh, fucking crazy. They were buying hats on people's heads, so people were like, "Oh, I gotta come. I need another hat. Somebody just bought it off my head." Okay, we gotta go next time, Sab. <laughs> what are we doing? What are dollar signs? Yeah. Like, what are you? know what I mean? I know, Brand. Okay, yeah. wow. Well, that's how I have it, man. So Rod's out here know. giving us ideas. I yeah. know. We've never been there, so that's oh, great. You to gotta know. go. Okay. MJ Biz is dope. That's, yeah. how we, that's how we took off. Okay. MJ Biz. Um. So yeah, we did that. And so next, you know, like I'm having a conversation with here, like mm-hmm. talking to somebody about a million dollar deal. Yeah. And my friends are like over the rail. Like, I got a picture on my phone, actually. Yeah, that's so it. For real, um, selling hats at the bar. Oh, what the heck? That's so cool. Let me see if I can you find You had, like, a team of everyone wanting to hustle around Yeah, you. man. All my, all my friends from, from, from school. Yeah. From class and school? Yeah. See, that's why you fuck with that place so hard. <laughs> class and gang. <laughs> Shout out class to the gang. people that went to class and I guess. There, there it is right there. Mm. <laughs> so it's over the rail. Like, wow. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! <laughs> selling, wow. selling hats. We yeah. love to see that's it. So, that's so cool how it moved so fast. Yeah, yeah. and you were on crutches wearing it. Like, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, um, man, got invited to all these deals. We were in DC uh, with NCIA lobbying at the Capitol for banking and tax issues. Yeah. So I mean, it all just like kind of just fell into place. Worked out. Yeah. yeah. It's like as it should have yeah. for you. Yeah. Like it was meant to happen. Yeah. That's so cool, Rod. So you've been creating a culture around Dopaholics. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Like, what message are you wanting to send out? Uh, well, you know, we look at dope as such a uh, subjective word. Mm-hmm. You know, dope can be. Can, can, you, know, yep. you can be a dope person. Yep. That can be dope. You can smoke dope. Yep. <laughs> you yep. know, just got a lot of words. And so we want to put the addiction, but not it being to 
bad word. Dope, yeah. just whatever you are, and then it's dopey. I'm addicted to dope. Yeah. Uh, That's dope. <laughs> it is, though. I love the word. I, I am an often avid user, user of that word. Yeah, same. <laughs> we bounce and, off each other yeah, with that. Yeah, we do. And so, you know, Make America Dope again kind of um, <laughs> took, took it with us in that time, such a divisive time. Yeah. Um. You know, we have Republicans wearing the hats. People that were Trump yeah. supporters were like, we're not anti-Trump. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, we're dope is for everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody. words for everybody. You know, so, like, it kind of um, segued into that. Hats took off. Of course, we got on uh, people wearing on Saturday Night Live. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, That's Wayne's tight. Tour DJ, so his tour band. Uh, we got on Love and Hip Hop. Wow. Nice. Got, got a, like a few big, uh, big time pushes. I love that. Behind it. So, you know. Just building the culture. I mean, yeah. um, of course, it's you know it's the competition. Yes, uh, always, always. And so you know, look at marijuana is um, such a homogenous product. You know, we we're talking about GDP earlier. Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can do to you know make your your product different yeah. from everybody else's. So right, you know, you, he who grabs the culture. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, culture is everything. everything. People it appreciate is. culture. It's and culture's currency. Yeah, yes. it really. Honestly, that's so, that's real. so real because. I feel like culture is very inclusive and it people want to be a part of culture mm-hmm. and it it's brings so many yeah it brings so many people together and that's important and that's, attra- over, that's like, attractive that's attractive message yeah. is what's really it's cool about mm-hmm. it it's very attractive yeah having people gather because of mm-hmm. a common mentality yeah. yes you know yeah that's cool so yeah. what's been one of the coolest experiences you've had with your brand something that like you can in your head go back to that will fill your cup every single time. Um, besides the hats, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good one. Um, I would say our first event we have an event we want to turn it into a festival. Okay, uh, called Super Dope. Okay, um, cool. We had our first one in Atlanta in 2019 Super Bowl weekend. Oh, nice. And so we hadn't done any event. You know, we're just going off. Yeah, with our hats. We got a website. Just rolling with just it. Rolling with it. And so. Um, we rented out a virtual reality bar in Atlanta. A, a virtual reality? Oh, that's bar. cool. Yeah. Um, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, Lil Wayne's DJ. So he DJed. No. And we had a, uh, a chef, I guess you could say, legally make uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> used food. Nice. <laughs> I love to hear it. What a vibe. Hear it. That is a yeah. fucking vibe. Yeah. And so um, put it on Eventbrite. Had our, it was free. We made it a free event. Okay. Even better. And so um, everybody came in and got free dope. That's what we said. But the dope was a hat. And so uh, we had maybe like 300 hats. Mm. And so it turned out we packed the event out. And everybody around Super Bowl weekend was wearing hats around. That's around. so sick. <laughs> so wow. I think that, that'll probably stand out the most. And to see that, I feel like it's so like, damn, that's so crazy. Well, How one a, little idea yeah. literally has taken up. Well, we were standing in there and they were like, who is that guy? And I was like, oh, have you heard of the slogan, like, make America dope again? They're like, yeah. And I go, that's him. And he goes, they, their mouths dropped. They were like, no way. That's cool. That's so cool. And I was like, yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, I never thought it, man. That's, and it's so cool to hear people through, like, other people that you don't even know yeah. that are, like, they know what that is. And oh, yeah. it's, like, passed on to Oklahoma. Yeah, and it's, it was, like, here now, you it know? It was crazy during that time. Like, a lot of people saw the hats from afar with a merch. And, you know, mm-hmm. you really don't understand the power until you, like, put it on. Yep. And like people came like, oh, taking pictures or trying to buy it off your head. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some people call it. I was in the airport. Somebody brought my sweatshirt. I need two what? more. And it, it was crazy. That's crazy. That, that, I think it blows my mind that people like actually are ballsy enough to come up to people and be like, hey, like, can I pay you X amount? Do, yeah. do they just, do they have you call the price? 
<laughs> nah, I mean, I'll tell them, sell it what you want to sell it for, man. But, like, if he bought it off of you. you like, yeah, oh, that was, yeah, name the price. Somebody sold a half, like, $100. Huh. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow, that's value right there, that's man. So, you know what's going to be cool is, like, 30 years from now, we look back and those things are going on eBay yeah. for, like, $1,000, yeah, right, $2,000. Right. <laughs> that's going to happen, you know. Yeah. It I, really will. Can remember where they were. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we had people, like, you know, started copying. But we had a distinct advantage, you know, we had our... Our snaps mm-hmm. uh, were green. All our hats have green snaps. Okay. That's oh, how you know the OG. Yeah. That's smart. I love that. That's smart. That's super cool. Yeah. Let's take a second to talk about the newest addition to Noble Nectar's product line, Sub. It's the Drizzle Solventless Rosin line that we are so excited about. So with Solventless Rosin, this concentrate is created using a solventless technique, meaning they use just ice and water, and really, it's my go-to type of concentrate. I totally agree, and we have definitely been exploring the world of dabs and their consistencies, and this year, Noble Nectar, they created four different versions of their special holiday kits. A quick rundown includes the Flawless Concentrates Live Resin Kit with strains like Cherry Diesel Diamonds and Grease Monkey Plasma. The Cartridge Live Resin Kit with strains like White Cherry Wedding Cake and Peanut Butter Sunrise. Along with the new Drizzle Solventless Concentrate Kit with strains like Lava Cake Rosin and my favorite Papaya Melons to name a few. And lastly, the Cartridge Combo Kit, which includes Live Resin and Live Rosin options that you can choose from. They even include their famous Noble Nectar Batteries that are the quality ones that Brandon and I have loved. We love them so much, and you will be able to purchase these kits at an Oklahoma dispensary near you, so be sure to follow Noble Nectar Extracts on Instagram for more info. Now, let's get back to the episode. So, okay, since we are smoking this, I guess, hemp wrap sob? Yeah. Hemp wrap blunt. um, (laughs) Do you have any hobbies that you like to do, like, after you medicate? Like, anything that Uh, you'd love to do? Makes you feel good? Music. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, I think really when I get creative, uh, like whenever we're getting ready to uh, create some new merch or new mm-hmm. campaign, we call it we in album mode. Yeah. That's so, dope. Like, we go to the studio, so whenever we're about to be in album mode, like that's what that's yeah. cool. And then you know, we we'll turn some music on. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then we start you know creating our, with the studio brainstorming. Do, do you have like one album that you love to go to that just like sparks like? Just ignites Ooh. you from from front to end. And listen, I posted about this the other day because I can easily say "Take Care" is my top, like in my top three. I can listen to it from front to end, back to like all above. And yeah. I cannot, I will never skip a song. For people who don't know, "Take Care" by Drake. Drake. Yeah, by Drake. <laughs> That's his best album. It's That's it, it really. I. That's his best album. Thank you. I cannot agree more. Um, Have it on vinyl. Man, I would say during the time in L.A., uh, it was. Um, well, you heard it, Nipsey. Nipsey, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was because I moved out to LA in 2018. I quit my job. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so I'm going to LA to go, you know, immerse myself in the culture. Wait, what age did you do that? Um, oh, I just stuttered majorly. This is 2017, so I was 36. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just turned 40, so. Okay, right um, on. And I got there that first week of February. So it was like All Star Weekend, and then Nipsey Hussle's album had like just dropped. And so and I, was already, yeah, I was already yeah. a big Nipsey fan. Um, so I think that time it'll always always synonymous. Like yeah, his stories, you know, with the grind, mm-hmm. the independent, yes. you know, the route we were taking. Yeah, but he also built culture. Yeah. Like I remember, yeah. I so vaguely remember when Nipsey passed. Like it was. People were like distraught. Like, but he had built such an inclusive culture yeah. that, like, 
it would be like us chopping it up like this. It would never feel like, oh, a celebrity is in there, you know, or like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this like big time dude or, you know, yeah. he was so humble and did so much for the community. And that's, yeah, I can see that. That's yeah. dope. That's, that I was, like that. That was my go-to. Um, yeah, that, anything Jay-Z. Yeah, and, and Anderson Pack at the time. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Anderson Pack. I was, I was heavy into him. I feel like I've heard a couple of Anderson Pack songs. I've not really dived deep. I always love to hear people's like what they listen to. That's like the best musician out right now. Really? Yeah, okay, Anderson Pack. All right, I'm gonna give him a try. His live show is fire. Okay, good to know. And him and Bruno know. just dropped their album. So. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, I did hear about that. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna check it out based on your recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> So you go between LA and OKC a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, how do the cannabis cultures vary? What culture do you vibe with more? Oh, man, this is a tough one. I know. <laughs> I want to hear it though. Tell us the truth. I'm to, you know, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, man, because they're both a lot of part of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, they're a big part of you, and they're both very different. Because mm-hmm. yeah, LA was my dream city. Like I wanted to okay. live there before I'd ever been. Really? I okay. Mm. I wanted to be in LA. Um, man, I love LA. It's pretty cool. My sister lives there. I think. I think you know. It's 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 a hard question because I think more on the business side now. Yeah. Um. So I'll say business wise, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all day, every day. Culture wise, it's kind of hard to go against LA. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. So how do you feel like the cannabis cultures are different between here and there? Do you find that there is a difference? Um. Of course, you got your aficionados out, out there. Mm-hmm. Um. Of course, the weather. So well, you know. yeah. It's um, more. It's more out. Do you find more outdoor grown there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure, that, sure. I feel like that was a stupid question, but you never know until you ask. You know. I mean, LA's just that you know vibey, you know, laid back city. Yeah. You know, it's like Oklahoma. Oklahoma's city is. But you don't have, yeah, you don't have. I, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I, there's a whole. Yeah. I, I haven't been to LA, so I can't speak on that. But I can imagine the differences between. Oklahoma being cool. It's just a lot of different pockets of culture. And there's a different atmosphere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have the freaking ocean's energy all around you, too. That's real. That's Mm -hmm. another level. That's real. So let's switch it up really quick and talk family. Okay. What's cannabis like in your household? How do you navigate that with your family? Do they accept it? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, So I was nervous, super nervous when Mm -hmm. I first had the idea um, to tell my parents. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, you know, I'm a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And so how I tell my parents, like, yo, I'm about to go sell dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And so uh, my dad, uh, he would call. Like, what you doing? I'm like, you know, I'm working. And I'm a night owl. So, yeah. you know, I'd be at working, mm-hmm. you know, middle of the night. He would, mm-hmm. You know, he'd be like, oh, you, they working hard at work. I'm like, no, it's, you know, it's for my stuff. I'm not, not for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would always ask, you know, what you doing working? I said, like, <laughs> what you working on? I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll tell you later. Yeah. And, um, I know what that's like. <laughs> I know what that's like. And so uh, he finally, like, I really want to know what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to sell dope. And he was like, oh, I've been wanting to invest in that. <laughs> <laughs> and that you're like, hilarious. damn, I should have said something like, sooner. Oh, crap. <laughs> so, yeah, was, that was my first investor in the company. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow, shout out to your wow. dad. Yeah. If he listens to this. The fact that out. you guys bonded over that, yeah. you know, that you were, like, kind of nervous wow. about it, and you said it, and then you're like, that's what I knew. Yeah, oh, yeah, I knew. Yeah. Once my parents were, like, cool, my mom was like, you know, it made money, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. She was like, go make your money. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's, yeah. What's that? What's that? They were on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really care what anybody else said. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how it was. Well, not really kind of. Obviously, the medicinal values for my parents, but, like, they were like, oh, you know, like, there's not, you. how do you make money in this? And I looked at them, and I said, this is literally a recession-proof industry. And they go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, 
Good. COVID proof too. Yeah. And literally, <laughs> yeah. I was I was literally a necessity. Yeah. Like that's crazy that I was essential business. I was essential. Yeah. Necessity. <laughs> yeah. Essential yeah. was the word I was looking for. Necessity for was what came to my like, yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. And, <laughs> and cannabis. That yeah. was honestly when all that was happening and places were closed down Oklahoma. Like it was so it was a good feeling to know that your dispensaries were open. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just to be able to like go yeah. buy whatever you needed to. Oh, it kept so many people, especially people that were at home with their kids. Like yeah. I had moms come in and be like, Saba, I need the mommy strain, whatever you gave me last time. And I'm like, okay, sweetie, I got you. <laughs> All those soccer moms. Yeah, shit. Yeah. So Canvas got a better rap during that time and so did teaching. Absolutely, yeah. You know what? 100% agree with that. Shout out to our teachers. It's been a long ass time. I know, but, but it's crazy. It took that for parents to be like, oh shit, maybe I should. I'm going to yeah. be a lot nicer to my kid's teacher yeah, next year. Really. <laughs> Getting better Christmas gifts, everything. Seriously, teacher appreciation week, give her a thousand dollars the whole year. Right. So, if you had some advice to give your younger self, Brad, what would that be? Oh, man. And um, then there's always a lot we could always say, yeah. but what stands out to you? You know, I would say I wouldn't care about school, even yeah. though I do advocate, you know, education yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, I think, you know, my dad was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think the school system forces people to, you know, it's a caste system kind of. It does. And not, you know, really going to tap into your gifts. messed up. And so, you know, I was always in the smart classes. Mm-hmm. But he was just, he's smart. Put him in smart classes. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever looked into, you know, my, like creativity and stuff. How like you're stuff. wired. Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the stuff I'm doing now, even when it came to like, you know, the slogan and mm-hmm. T-shirts, that was stuff I was thinking of in high school. You know, oh, I, would, yeah. I would think of stuff. I would be cool in the shirt because I always like shirts cool. and slogans. Yeah. But yeah. I would never, I like, I'm not going to do that. So yeah. I didn't yeah. do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Looked at it like, oh, I'm on the path to be a lawyer. Yeah. Right. Go be a I'm lawyer. I'm doing school and yes. you're going to do my yeah. school work. But those those ideas I had. Mm-hmm. Well, I always liked hats. Yeah. Just, I could, got a hat on now. Yeah. <laughs> and I always wore t shirts with like slogans and things like mm-hmm. that. And so um, I would say just listen to listen to your soul. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, would, that would be my number one advice to myself. I agree with that. I feel like that's deep. Listen to your soul. Well, and that's yeah. what, I, think, know, I think that, that comes real. from like a place of a lot of growth and like yeah. age and like wisdom, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because I mean, I was just thinking about like going to school too and stuff and like going to college and all this stuff and like, I, I you know, there's so many things I didn't learn that I needed to learn or could have been like set up for success mm-hmm. in a different way. Like you were saying, yeah, like 100%. how to balance a checkbook, how to, mm-hmm. how to take do your taxes. Your garden. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, like shit, we should have actually learned. So they taught me. me, they made me go to take upper division electives. That was like, PE. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I'm paying $3,000 for PE. Like, what's yeah, happening But also, here? <laughs> like, kind of going back to what you were saying about, like, being young and, like, when you're going to college out of high school and you're, like, 18, like, no one knows what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's something I always, like, stick with me, like, if and whenever I have children at some point, like, that's not something I'm going to be like, no, you, you, now you go to college, now you went to high school, you know? It's mm-hmm. just, like, it doesn't have to be a tradition. It doesn't have to be that. You can follow... Mm-hmm. Your little heart, your creativity, something that you really shine in and like do something with that. Like create your own business. Yeah. yeah. You know, because that's mm-hmm. something I feel like I always was like, I always like had it in me and I always cruise with it. I've but it would just same, get suppressed yeah. like yeah. over and over mm-hmm. because it was like you're studying so many hours for this test you don't even care about or this yeah. or because you're trying to get this many credits and going in debt this many dollars to be able to, for what? Yeah. 
Have to be happy. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah so real. it's just, yeah, that's a whole nother so let's rabbit hole. talk about really quick. Um, so you're a lawyer as well. Mm-hmm. What's that like when it comes to cannabis? Like, how long have you been practicing law? And then, like, what's just like the sh- shift in that world? And like, has it been accepted? Do you do you feel like it's helped you during like hard times? Like, just talk a little bit about that. Um, I would I would say is is socially. Acceptable as it's becoming. Yes. In a place like Oklahoma, yeah. you know, criminally, they still treat it like, you know, you're a crack dealer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, got crazy cases I get. Um, client coming up, well, next month. A friend, not even a client. Mm-hmm. Um, he had an, a, a grow, license grow. Him and his partner fell out. And um, they're going to change licenses over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's... Went through the process to change the licenses over. Like, you can tell he's trying to follow follow the law. Mm-hmm. Emails the OMMA, asking, can we have plants in the ground? You know, while we change licenses, everything. They're like, yeah, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Well, the partner calls when the, the old license expired mm-hmm. and said, hey, there's illegal grow going on over here at this place. And so they hadn't had to get the new license yet because this is right during the pandemic, right? When yeah. everything is first mm-hmm. hit. And so they were telling him, like, your license is coming in the mail. You're fine. You know, just use the old license. Well, the cops show up. Um, OMA saying, "Oh, this is no, this is an illegal grow. Um, take him to jail." I think I remember this. I <laughs> yeah. remember hearing about this. This is Same. in Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, yep. take I'm him familiar now. Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. him to jail. Hit him with six charges. Yeah. You know, this is like you can tell. So his partner went like went behind his back. Pretty yeah, much? not well. The partner they he, they broke up because the yeah. partner was still with money, uh, and so he made a deal with another company. Like, hey, mm-hmm. they weren't using their license. Come over here to this building. License transfer. I said paperwork. Yeah. Paperwork. Paid the fees, everything. That's so fucked. So when they came, so ripped all the plants out of the ground. And I hit them, I said, hit them with six charges. And it was like over a million dollars that they, yeah. like, worth the product that they took yeah. from this wow. man. And, like, that was his livelihood. Yeah, it's a Millwood school board member. Disabled yeah. vet. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and he has a family. Is, like, that, yeah. is that looking, that. that case looking good? Uh, I mean, his paper trail is, you know, yeah. is gorgeous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, okay. which is which one, is, yeah. yeah, you okay. can't. No, he's still going against the state. So, yeah, you know, yeah, that's. They try to, yeah, they're trying to like give them the fiery sentences, but like, man, why am I getting, you know, yeah, charges? From, like, you see, I'm trying to do the right thing. Yeah, right. I wasn't doing that. I was above board, you know, above the water with everything. Yeah, so. yeah. I feel like it's huh. good for people to hear things like the, just the that you are out here doing this work and that these things do still happen, yeah. even when people do have their paperwork and they are legally doing everything appropriately. That it. Things get lost in transition. The system's fucked and oh, how yeah. we still need to fix a lot of things within like even communication with OMA and, you know, like how lack of, I feel like sometimes accountability there is there. Yeah. With right, uh, LaRue Bratcher. Um, yeah. You know, I helped with his case behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, you know, killed the guy breaking mm-hmm. into his grow mm-hmm. meth head. Yeah. Breaking into his grow. For, I remember for about the, that. For the second time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and he got arrested, you know, because his license was expired. So hit him with charges. And so because his license was expired, you know, if somebody came in here right now, mm-hmm. this is a legal business. Yeah. You can kill him. Yeah. Castle doctor. In mm-hmm. your house, you can kill him. Self-defense, you're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liquor license, liquor bar, any place you could do that. Cannabis, because his license was expired, they said, oh, you don't have these rights anymore. You're a fugitive. But, you know, like, I don't know any drug dealer that tells the government, this is where my spot is. Yeah. <laughs> well, but also I remember, like, when like around the time COVID, Oma in general, but I remember the time around the time COVID hit, they were dodging phone calls like crazy and yeah. like 
you couldn't get a response, it would take us a week and a half to get an email back, let alone actually being able to talk to somebody. So even prior to that, I'm sure it was like they were just waiting on OMA type thing. It's crazy right. that it has to be like or the that. fact that you can just snap your fingers and it changes so fast. So like fast. That. Yeah. Like it's, right. it's just like so Like one unfair. day makes such a big difference. Another disabled vet, father of five, had to sit in jail for a year. They didn't give him bond. <laughs> no bond? He just got out this year. He got, finally got a bond. So he sat in county jail for a year. No bond. Man, bless his heart. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. wow. wow. Oh, man. Well, thanks for being out there and I know, to help doing these the work. Seriously. Oh, man, no People problem, like man. you really do help change the stigma. Actively. And like you're in it, you're really in the the heart of it and making these making a huge difference in these people's lives and this is what matters and you speaking out on it here is it matters so people yeah. know what the hell is going on and like how yeah. it's not just rainbows and butterflies yeah absolutely. Yeah. you know there's two sides to this industry and it's still there's still so much work left to be done yeah a lot true true yeah well rod we like to ask everyone this question okay. but what's a stigma you would like to see changed revolving cannabis uh ugh. That, that is a drug. Yeah. Preach. That'll be my number one thing, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I think Cat Williams. Uh, <laughs> 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 was it American Hustle? American I love Dead? that you <laughs> said Cat Williams and we all just bust out laughing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. drug, you know, you got to cook it. You got to stir it, you know. <laughs> right. It's, that's a very yeah, fine yeah, difference. That you got to so make drugs. Yes. You, know, you got to use some cut. Yeah. You know, soda water. <laughs> Like, yeah. I guess you do make concentrates like cannabis concentrates. Yeah. Like you're creating all that. Like yeah. you are cooking meth, but not the same. Yeah. Thing. Not the same no, thing no, no, at no. all. Not the same things yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, that's funny. Cannabis but. side effects: happy, hungry, sleepy. Yeah, literally. You know? Yeah, it's, it's helping people. You know, yeah. it's not. Um, I'm not that more <clears throat> educating my sister. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people think there's a difference between you know well. I'm, I'm cool for medical cannabis, but not recreational. And I would tell people, like, it's yeah. the same thing. It is the same thing. It's how I you agree. Do it. It's just how you can 100%. get it, uh, a card or you mm-hmm. can get a, in the license. Yeah. yeah. I it. mean, if you're smoking to unwind, that's yeah. still you smoking to medicate yourself after a long day, whether it's yeah. for your body, yeah. whether it's for your mind, they go whether hand it's for your hand. soul. They yeah. literally do everything. Really do. It's all yeah, connected. Well, tell them the only yeah. difference is, hey, in California, I can go with my license. Oklahoma's medical. I need a doctor a car. I need yeah. a, a mm-hmm. marijuana car. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. The weed is the same. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> High five. Uh, yeah, the weed is the same. Yeah. Man. So, yeah man, it's not a, it's a plant. It comes from the ground. Yeah. Oh, one last thing. So, new campaign, Free Mary. Free Mary. All right. All right. Talk about that a little bit. Um. So, of course, uh, people's friends are in jail. It's Free Rod, mm-hmm. Free Saba, you know, mm-hmm. Free Such and Such. Free Brandon, Mary's, you know, been in jail. Yeah. So we're saying, you know, free Mary. Mm, um, and we tied in, um, partnered with the Urban League here um, to get uh, marijuana expungements. So Cool. Amazing. I love yeah. to see that happening. Yeah. I see that happening in Missouri. Some people yeah. who are mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. Our yeah. We actually went to this. Yeah. We went to this cannabis conference recently yeah. where this couple started this. Um, I, I don't know if it was a nonprofit or what, but it was this company to help expunge people's records that. and but also help them with rehabilitation after and having a plan like out for them where they live close for them like a place where they can try and find work you know so they have like it's not like they just willy-nilly throw them out in the world but it's like actually helping with the rehabilitation where the system does not yeah so that's really cool that you guys Another are doing thing, that yeah free mary everybody run with it all right cool. thanks for sharing rod <laughs> 
Uh, well, I feel like this conversation has been really awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, it has. Thanks for being here today, Rod. Yeah, we thank you so much. appreciate all of no your problem. thoughts and your perspective and your wisdom that you've been poured into this podcast mm-hmm. today. Yeah. So um, thanks for listening to, for today's episode, guys. And as always, um, stay medicated. Oh. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.